Hello and good day. I am Jasper. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to this episode of Mad Chillin', episode number two. Today we're talking about kind of it all. <laughs> uh, last time we talked fully, pretty much about cancel culture. Um, today we're going to run off the cuff and probably just talk weird social norms. Uh, I definitely want to hit on uh, best and worst parts of coronavirus. Ooh. And I don't know. I think we'll let it sort of spew from there. For sure. So if you want to start with... Uh, yeah, you were I, telling me a cool story about a movie that you saw. <clears throat> yeah. Recently I saw a movie on Netflix. It's called Captain Fantastic. And I think it came out in 2016. Um, Vigo, Virgo, I think his name is Vigo Mortensen, isn't it? And uh, he's the dude that's in Lord of the Rings. Okay. And it said in, like a description, like he won like an Oscar or nominated for an Oscar for this role. So yeah, I'll watch it. Cool. And this fucking dude. Okay, so it starts off. This guy lives in a in a bus with his eight kids. I think it's eight kids. That's too many children. I think it's eight. Six, it's either six or eight. But basically, um, it's like the mom's not around. You're kind of learning like in the first like 15 minutes that like the mom has like mental issues or something and they're all living in the woods in the bus okay and the mom's not there and you're like these kids are they're showing these montage of these kids like making fire and hunting animals the first first thing is this kid jumping on the back of a deer and slicing his fucking neck open okay. and then Vigo Mortensen comes up and he's like takes the blood or something out of the animal heart or something and then he puts the blood on the kid. He's like, you're no more, longer a boy. You're a man. And the kid to take a rip out of the fucking whatever the thing was from the animal. Probably his heart. Yeah, right? But he's like white kids. These are like just like straight up okay. just white kids. And so you go along moving. You kind of find like these kids are being homeschooled by the parents. But the mom kind of had depression and ended up killing herself. Oh, okay. And the kids are super depressed. But these kids are basically, every, they've read every book, they know all about philosophy, they know all about history, and they know everything, and they're, like, this kid's, like, eight years old, and can re- recite the, uh, what's it called, the Bill of Rights. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. But it just made me think, like, in the movie, it's like, at what age is our kids too young to be exposed to adult ideas? Because they're like, oh, because part of the thing was that he went to his sister's house, and his sister has two kids, a 13-year-old and something like this, and ask them the same question. They're like, uh, I don't know, some government thing? And they're all about Xbox and the kids that live in the woods. Are like, what is this? Like, they're super smart, they're intellectual. And they're like, whatever you're doing here is not productive. What are you guys doing? Right? Like, where'd you kill this chicken at? And they're having chicken. Like, uh, I didn't kill it. <laughs> but anyways, like, what, I, at what age are kids like, oh, it's too young. You can't expose them to death and sex and all this stuff. This kid asks where babies come from. The guy's, oh, it's when a penis goes to the vagina. What's a vagina? Oh, it's what your sister has. You have the penis and... Why would they want to do that? Oh, that's like with a sperm gun. Like just telling your kids like that sure. rather than trying to make up this fantasy about Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. Like why don't you just tell them what it is because you see how these kids come out and yeah, they're kind of fucked up because they don't have interaction with other people. Sure. But they're smart as fuck. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can learn the social interaction but you can expose your kids to death and sex and the real adult shit really young. You think you're going to traumatize them but really you're probably setting them up better. No, I don't, I don't think you're traumatizing them. I don't think so either. I grew up at a young age. Like, I learned how to make fire. I mean, I was in Boy Scouts, and Boy Scouts was for sure the best time of my young life growing up because mm. you really got to trial and error pretty much everything, you know, as a man. Like, cool, how do I, you know, and simple simple skills like hitting rocks against other rocks. For okay, sure. cool, like that doesn't work good. How can I create more leverage? Like, cool, put a Make rock sure you on use your brain. Stick. 
it makes you really think yeah and i think you know getting cut accidentally cutting yourself uh being burned by something yeah the first bird i ever killed you know what i mean like all of that was like oh shit these are really those experiences i think are missing from these new kids today because they don't go out and they don't shoot a bird and watch it struggle to live with their bb gun with their best friend you know, yeah. and, and I'm not saying go and murder birds, but I'm saying go and live a little and experience what death is like and know at a young age, hey, you know what? I shot that bird. I wounded it. I shouldn't do that again because that's wrong. Yeah. Unless it has a purpose. Yeah. And I, th- I feel like what we, we've kind of convulged now in our minds is like, oh, because we talked about last time, like the video games, we think that if we expose kids to these ideas that they're going to become psych- psychopaths. Yeah. Like, oh, if they know about death and sex, they're going to start fucking and killing people. But it goes with context, right? If you, instead of being one of those kids that was raised and, you know, played with the knife, burned stuff, you know, went outside, played in the mud, whatever, even if you didn't necessarily do that, but now you're a 2021 20, kid and you're inside all the time, you never go outside, you have limited social interaction, your interaction you have is all on a TV or a screen, and then you play Grand Theft Auto, I would say that your 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 right and wrong balance is fu- mm. is fucking skewed. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Because I think because then what you're seeing is that this is normal, this is okay, this is the common thing that's done versus the kid that went and played outside and hurt himself or herself was like, you know, I won't do that again. and now I know. Versus kids today, I, I don't think they know. They just don't know, they don't know where the food comes from. Because why would they care? Because it's not important. It shows up on the dinner table every night. Why would they need to know, you know, yeah, some of that, these skills? That totally makes sense. I think, I think the, well, the thing with like playing with lighting ants on fire and, sure. and playing with matches and all that different stuff is because it's seen as like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this. Yeah. You do it. Without your playing with axe in a match, like yeah. you do that, knowing your parents would be pissed if they found you doing that. Yeah. But but why in my in my scenario, it's like from the age of one, two, three, they taught you how fire works. Sure. So it's like they would trust like this kid like in the movie, he gives all of his kids like eight kids uh, this like super dope like bow knife like like hunting mm-hmm. knife, and it's like you're giving an eight year old a knife, and it's like no 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 he's learned yes that this is really fucking sharp and yes. this is this is a tool of death yes. Like, I don't play around with this. Mm-hmm. He has the idea as an adult, like, oh, well, this is what this is. Not like, I'm a fucking little kid. I'm playing around with the knife because my parents never let me use knives. Yeah. So I just play around with this thing and I well, fuck myself up. Well, then that goes exactly to your point of exposure is important because I had my first knife when I was eight, probably, realistically eight. I understood how to touch it and things like that. And then we went and did uh, hunter safety with mm. guns. Yeah. When I was also eight years old, and it was one of those things, yeah. learn how to handle the gun, learn how to respect it, shoot the fucking thing, yeah. and realize I'm a tiny ass kid, and shooting this gun is terrifying. I need to know the best possible way to stay safe from this. Correct. Essentially, stay safe from the gun. You yeah. know what I mean? Like how that's really all that gun safety is. Is like don't shoot your, don't get shot by this thing because it'll it'll murder you. Like <laughs> yeah, and you've, that's you've experienced gun life and death. Is, like, and yeah, I, I think that's. Um, that, that's huge. I feel like we can't... I, in the movie, it's kind of betrayed when he goes to his sister's house. She judges him as like, oh, you're going to get your kids killed. Like, you're doing all this stuff. They are weird. Um, but it's like, he, in his defense, he, like I said, he calls her two kids down. He's like, what's the Bill of Rights? They both don't know. He calls the eight-year-old down. She starts reciting it. He's like, no, 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 don't recite it. I want you to tell me in your own words what it means. Mm. So she sits there for a second. She's pondering. And she's like, well, 
and she starts giving this explanation in her own words of what the Bill of Rights means right, as a citizen. Right. And it's like, to, I was like, dude, that's goals. Obviously, then the, the kid comes into town, meets his girl, proposes to her right when he meets her because he doesn't know how love works. He just, be my wife. And she freaks out. Right? But exposing kids to like, yo, you're, it's seen as child abuse. In the movie, it's seen as child abuse to like, oh, don't tell your kids about sex. Like, why would you give them a knife? He was giving them wine at dinner. Right, so sure, he gets my some wine. That too. My so then did like, that too. the eight-year-old's like, "Hey, can I get some wine?" I'm like, sure. And the kid, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We don't give wine to kids." Like, what? In many cultures, they give wine way younger than this. It's not a big deal. It's not. And a like, it's oh, your house, fine, no problem. Wife like storms off, and he gives all his kids wine. Yeah. And it's not like they like they sit there and they cheers to mom, and they all take a sip. But it's Dude, like, I can't tell you how many <laughs> times is uh, and not, not as a young kid. I think the first time I drank alcohol, or the first time I was drunk, I was in Italy. I actually was in Italy, and I was fourteen, and I had like two shots of amaretto, which is just sugar almond. You know what I mean? Like, if you anybody's had amaretto, you'd be like, oh yeah, I could see <laughs> so how like a, a fourteen-year-old <laughs> get fucked up on this. You know what I mean? And it was one of those times where it was like we were in Italy, it was normal. And we were with a friend who, you know, okay, cool. You want to do that? Fine. Here's two shots of amaretto. Good luck, kid. But I couldn't tell you how many times, even before or after that, that my parents, we'd be at dinner and would be like, hey, you want some wine? I'd be like, no, dude, wine is disgusting, bro. (laughs) That goes back to the like wanting to like get into college and be free. All the things you weren't allowed to do, you go to college, you become an alcoholic. Yeah. Like if you've been drinking since the time you were 10 and like, yeah, you had a two ounces of wine yeah. at dinner yeah. with your parents, like, that's all you've got. you got a little bit warm. You're not getting your kids drunk. Nope. Right? It's like, that's in this child abuse. Nope. Because, oh, it's 21 is age. It's like, bro, we fucking made that shit up. But then I can't... <laughs> we just made it up. We're just like, oh, we just decided 21. Like, that. no. being Yeah, copious amounts of alcohol probably not good for your brain development. Yeah, period. But kids get to college and become alcoholics because you like suppressed like people become yeah. stuck out of it because you weren't allowed to do something if you were exposed to something and not just exposed to it but educated along the way of that exposure not just like, here it is just yep. like yo this is how this works this is how it goes and you teach them along the way then you don't have people wanting to like binge drink all weekend because yeah. they understand like how when you get to your 30s and you're like I just want to wine with dinner yeah. you can skip all that 18 to 25 of binge drinking yeah. and just get to the point where you're like I enjoy a glass of wine yeah <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying and that's what the kids were doing and it was like this This seems so weird but almost like ideal like yeah. why can your like your kids are smart responsible it's like all of my kids are on the um, like a uh, athletic level of elite athletes sure. they're like rock climbing this wall the kid like breaks his hand and he's like well you can't go down no one's gonna save you what are you gonna do and he's like oh, I can climb the rest of the wall with his broken hand <laughs> Like, right. and it's like yeah okay, that's that's extreme obviously but he's having them every day like 6 a.m. they're up doing runs and stuff like that and they don't see it as weird they they go into town yeah it's normal and they go to the hospital because kid breaks his hand they want to get it wrapped up whatever and they're like and they're like looking around they're like dude this is weird why is everyone so fat yeah and it's like what is going on? Why? That was how. What is happening? That was like when we went to Europe the first time. It was so such a culture shock because everybody looked like us. Because my family's really skinny, I'm skinny, mm. and uh, we get over to Europe and it was like, there's an American. There's one. There's one. Oh, there's there's one. There's, there's a one. Because they're fat as fuck, dude, and it was so weird. Yeah, but it was like the normal thing. Yeah, the kids are so awestruck by it, and it's like, yeah, it it seems. If you go back to a base, like basic evolutionary, like primal instincts, it's like that's how they were living. They were hunting all their food. They were growing all their food. They were living in a fucking bus, 
and they're making it work and they're all happy and they're just reading tons of books and getting smart and educating themselves. But in reality, think about too, I mean, human beings really, by the time that you were, you know, six back in the 1920s, less than a hundred years ago, you were working, my dude. You were waking up and you were putting in work. True. I mean, hands in a, you were losing fingers, digits, hands, because you were working in the factory for 10 hours a day at six. And now we're like the softest nation ever, bro. I, um, you know, to transition over to like, uh, you know, this, this horrific shooting again, um, you know, the one that just happened in Colorado, it's like another AR-15. I saw a post this morning. It was like every shooting over the past 10 years has been by an AR-15. Hmm. Like, so what does that say? Well, it's a, it could say a lot of things. I feel I, It feels weird that everything is always an AR-15. Why are people always shooting people with only just that one gun? Is it like in... I don't know much about guns. Is it, is it the easiest like, it's rifle just, to It's get? the one that looks like the military uses. The it's all blacked use. out and so. Yeah, the blacked out soldier gun. Typical soldier gun. Must be gun. the easiest one to get, though, you yeah? know? I guess. Like, uh, only guns I know is like AR-15, AK-47, pistols. It, it's an <laughs> AK-47 of American version. That's it. It's the M16, essentially, is what it what it really is. But it's like, does this not... Are those people... The other thing that I saw is, you know, uh, a white person shooting anybody is oh, what have we done wrong in society to fail this person? Mm-hmm. Versus if a black person or a brown person shoots somebody, it's like, oh, well, they came from this place and that's why they are. Yeah. And it's like, well, well I so feel like we're not educating our people nearly enough and we're just sheltering them and just letting them play Grand Theft Auto from the jump and then they get into a conflict and then they show up to the fucking market and they shoot 10 people for no reason because they didn't know how to express themselves. That's what I think that shootings are. Basically, yeah. I mean, I feel like they've shown that like most of the shootings, um, obviously, it's predominantly white. It's all men. It's all white men. It's all (laughs) white men. And it's it's you know they're predominantly some kind of either un or they are too much medicated. Like they're either unmedicated, Mm. and you got to put your like as hard as it be like put yourself in their shoes. I don't necessarily though think those shootings unless they're um, like race driven yeah like when you're just going out and killing people it's with the intent that i'm gonna die after this mm. so i don't care about my life so much i don't care about anything here you can die i'm gonna die anyway mm. rather than like when it's race focused it's like i hate asian people i'm gonna go kill these asian people yeah and if i die i die but at least there's six less of less of them mm. um but i think the the former is like where mo- like columbine is like kids get bullied and it's like you might be yeah. bullied and you know every day of your life is horrible and then you know you're depressed and you're just like yo I'm going out like I'm taking as many people as I can with me yeah that's where I where mostly I feel like it boils down to but which is I mean what I'm about to say is kind of controversial but I saw it on another podcast is that the shooting of the I'm not even gonna say that's too controversial (laughs) I'm not gonna say that yeah I just think it's interesting I just it's sad that we're the one nation in the world that you know, we have all the guns in the world, and yet we don't have any real control over any of it, like, at all. And people just become fanatical about it, and it's like, well, I'm just trying to talk to you about safety, and now you think that I'm trying to take away your shit, when in reality, you didn't 
keep your shit safe in the first place, and that's why your child grabbed your weapon. Correct. And then went and murked however many people. Yeah, it just seems like so logical. It's like, yo, we're in a car. Like, yeah, I don't want to wear a seatbelt, but should I put a seatbelt on? Will it save me? Will it help me? Probably. Mm, yeah, I guess. Um, like everyone's agree. Like you probably put your guns in a safe. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Like keep it locked. Like there's certain things that most people should agree about with gun safety and control. Um, I'm not really sure where the NRA stands, where the, where the left stands. I kind of just stand on, like, you can have kind of what guns you want. I feel like an excess is, like, if you're building a stockpile of guns, maybe you're, you're probably going to get looked at. Like, why are you doing that? Are you that mm-hmm. extreme where you think something's going to happen, or are you going to do something? Mm-hmm. And if something does happen, whose side are you on? Right. <laughs> like, What are you going to do? Yeah, like, are, are it's like, what's going to happen? Like, keep an eye on those people. I don't think that... I don't know enough about guns to be like magazine sizes and stuff if that matters and all of that but I just see, think I see it as a personal freedom if you want a gun you should have a gun if it gets to the point where it's in excess where you have to determine what excess is mm-hmm. like if you're really saying most people are on the side of it's home defense yep. I'm totally down for home defense cool. you want a shotgun you want a pistol you want a rifle give a fuck you want an automatic rifle I don't give a fuck if it's home defense but if now you're saying I have five auto rifles and I have two shotguns, and I have a whole smorgasbord, but just because I'm a gun collector, mm. well, then where do you draw the, the line between collector and fanatic? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, yeah, I have thousands of rounds of ammo. Just in case anything goes down, I would never do that. But if something did go on, okay, so now Joe Schmo that lives at 1312, you know, Main Street, yeah. when shit goes down, is he going to kill his neighbors? Right. Because he has so much ammo. His, his neighbors could easily do that, yeah. Yeah, or is he on the side of defending his neighbors? And is he killing the police? You know, it's like mm-hmm. you need to know those things, fanatic or not. I feel like the background check. You know, if you have a certain amount of weapons, well, you go on a list. Doesn't mean that we stop you from getting it, but we're just, you're on a list. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Actually, yeah, that's actually not a bad. Right, if you see a, a supercar driving down the street, cops are gonna know that supercar everywhere it goes. Yeah. Like keep an eye on it. I yeah. know that motherfucker does one twenty on the highway. Yeah. I'm gonna wait for him right here. I know he does. If he's not cool, I'm still keeping my eyes on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You got a lot of horsepower even in your house, bro. Even if he's not, but at even least you know where he's at. Exactly. That's true. Hey, that's like that's an interesting way to look at it. Well, then they'd go, "Well, you're taking over my rights," and then you're like, "I know, but dude, your right was to bear arms." Arms against the government. Arms sounds like two to me. Yeah. That sounds like one and two. You got a long range. You got a short range. Bear arms. That's two, right? <laughs> And you're out here with 800, and it's like you've, you know, I think of the same way with cars, too. It's like, dude, I, I could have 15 cars, but I can only ever drive one. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? I mean, yeah, there's definitely better. And then it still comes to down to, okay, I don't care how many rifles, assault rifles, shotguns you got. The government has drones, bro. They could wipe yeah. out an entire city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah, like, yeah, if you yeah, really, yeah. if they were really like, oh, really, guys, do you want to go to war? Okay, right. civil war. It's just like drone strike on all the major, like, obviously, we never bomb our own, but we have bombed our own people. But if it came to that, like a civil war, you're, right. you're not fighting against the government. We just saw what you did when you ran inside the Capitol with your guns. You didn't do shit. Like, they could push a button and drones just be hovering over all the, <laughs> all the neighborhoods. You'd be like, yeah, well, yeah whatever. Just turn you into dust. You're right, dude. It'll be that meme of people shooting at the fucking tornado in Florida yeah, trying dude. to shoot it away. Like, get out of here. They've got drones, dog. Yeah, you're so, I think oh the people God, in the you're mi- so right. People in the Middle East with all their guns, they're like, still getting destroyed by bombs, bro. Dude, like, you're so right. Oh, my <laughs> keep God. Keep all your guns. Dude, that's the easiest way to kill any <laughs> gun nuts argument. It, that's the easiest way. You can instantly kill a fucking gun nuts argument. <laughs> 
Okay, 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 Terry. So you have 60 guns. Yep, I got 60 guns. And Terry's a redneck, of course. And Terry, how much rounds you got? I got 20 million rounds. All right, Terry. So riddle me this. <laughs> riddle me this. So you take your best guns, whichever ones they are. You aim them around your house and your property. And then me, as the federal government, I go, oh, dude, we know that Terry has 800 guns. <laughs> We're going to throw a drone right over this fool's house that's two miles away that you physically can't see yeah. moving in the space, in and, the air. And we've you closed the, the blast radius to only be... 15 feet so it only destroys his yeah, house we're, we're only gonna drop a 30 pound bomb on you how are you gonna defend against fucking the drone dude there's no possible way dude but it's like that's, no that's only when it comes down to fighting the government then the other side is it's just my freedom it's in the constitution it's my freedom to have a weapon but in the language of the law it's freedom to bear arms against the government that's against so the tyrannical government whatever it's not oh you're just allowed to have as many guns as you want that's just your right it's like <laughs> no, you, it's, if it comes to it, you're allowed to use arms against the government if they are going against you. Right. So, yeah, sure. Use your shiniest gold pistol, bro. It's not going to matter. We're going to uh, send in a drone strike on Terry's <laughs> house. Uh, three, two, one, launch. <laughs> Target eliminated. No casualties other than the one we intended. Like, cool, got it. Yeah, yo. Um, so... I think um, I'm totally for guns, yo. Like I've, I've only shot a gun once in my life, and I and thought it was—I thought it was a very cool experience. I can see why people get very addicted to it. Um, like I said, the car analogy is great. Like people love cars, people just love having their guns. They're shiny, they're metal, they're great. But at a certain point, it's just like again, all of us cons- as the consensus have to be like, okay, when is enough enough? Yeah. Like you're you're fucking overflowing your bowl here. Yeah, like, come on, <laughs> you don't need them. Like when when it comes time to need them. And you have all the stockpile. Well, that's great. Well, the government also knows, so it's not yeah. a big deal. Like, <laughs> and it, it, I guess it's an issue when those people have those guns and these atrocities happen. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's why you're being watched, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah you want, but I, I guess they'll not be watched because these motherfuckers keep shooting people or not be watched. <laughs> or not yeah, be it's watched. really not like, be watched. Like. It's really how many times of you know they talk to these individuals and they're like, oh, they had some weird mental thing. We'll let them go, and then it's always six months later that they do something atrocious. Yeah, but I'll say like, I would say the majority of gun owners are on the side of gun safety. Yes, I, agree. I think the majority of gun owners handle their gun safely yeah. and probably lock them up. They just because most gun owners are Republican, they don't want the government telling them they have a limit on how many guns they can own. Yeah. And what they can do with them and what how they can trick them out and add things to them and stuff. Even though California is just the most repressive on really any type of... It's weird. California is the one state in the nation that's like, hey, you want to own something? Well, that's dope, but like we're going to tell you how you can own it. Home properties, HOAs. Actually, we own it. Cars. You can borrow it from us. Land. You never actually really own the land in California that you like own. You know what I mean? Um... It's electricity, like everything. Which is weird, because it's like going state, like crossing state borders. It's like, oh, I can't get one here. I'll just go over to Nevada, and I can get all the fucking weapons that I want. And it's like, now you're forcing people to do this kind of like... Shady yeah, shit. Yeah, shady, black market, underground, drug... Not drug, but gun trade. When it's like... I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't know, man. But I mean, and that just leads into a whole other like, whirlwind, which is the United States is so fucking big. We're three countries in one, bro. Like, we're the West Coast, the East Coast, and the Middle. And they're completely different cultures and everything. So how do you 
how do you fucking police 300 million people <laughs> to say, hey, let's all agree on something. Yeah, 300 million. Like, even if you have half, you have 150 million people saying no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think you should uh, homeschool your kids. Yeah, homeschool your kids. As long as you can, teach them the things they needed to be taught because they don't want them to become cogs in the machine. Be open with your kids. Speak. Be open with them, yo. Speak. If they got a question, answer the goddamn when were question. You, when were you exposed to sex? As early as I knew about it and wanted to ask about it. I don't. I couldn't say. Twelve, probably? I was exposed to sex in kindergarten. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe it so, was earlier than that. I, I knew I, I knew what sex was. I knew where babies came from. I'd seen vaginas and I'd seen penises by kindergarten. Yeah. And I don't think that that had any kind of scarring effect on me. Nope. I, 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 uh, my mom, my biological mom was a drug addict. I saw her do drugs. I saw weapons. And none of that is like, like, doesn't affect me in a way where it's like, oh man, I don't know how to... Like, I have some weird kind of fetish with drugs or guns or, you know, don't know how to do something because I was exposed to that so young. Mm. And I, it's not like, like oh, I never want my kids to expose. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, we, we teach kids fucking calculus and how to play the fucking piano better than professionals that are in their 50s. Yeah. Like, their brain is growing so fast. They can learn things and grab a hold of topics, but we just baby them. Yeah, I don't think so we, it's like we give them enough credit. But then that goes into, like, Okay, you think about how long do <laughs> we're going into a, a hole here? How long do babies? How long are babies not self-sufficient? When they come out of the womb, they can't do shit for themselves, right? Can't do shit. So at what point? It's not for a year that they can even like start to understand. Like, hey, give me some food. I don't know. I don't know. If I'm I think babies. it's like a year. I think it's like two. They're pretty cognitive. I so that's speaking at two. So then other mammals speak at two. I don't know. We don't have kids if it's not a parent. We don't yeah, know. I don't know. If you're younger than seven, you're one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a baby. I don't know. Yeah. You're just a baby. If you were born in the last 10 years, you're a child. You're just a baby. Um, yeah, think about like how long that period of like child rearing is to get to a kid to be self-sufficient. I feel like we delight, we prolong that process mm-hmm. really a long time. Yeah. Oh, you're 18. Now it's time to decide what you want to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like really like so six, many years. You're yo. 16. We let you drive behind a car. Yeah. There's like 10 year olds that are very articulate, speak multiple languages, can like do things. And it's like, yo, this is the time to teach them about world concepts. Don't wait until they're fucking in their 20s in the shit to try to give throwing them a fucking line. Yeah. Like build them a boat <laughs> before they get there. Yeah. Don't let their boys tell them what the fuck is up from their dumbass parents who yeah. don't know shit, who they just hear state it when it's like, you know, I I think that I was probably the kid that was like, well, but my dad said, you know, and it mm-hmm. was like, well, but my dad said, and he was always fucking right. That guy was always right. That was the thing, you know, it was like, but my dad said, but then it came to be, you know, whether we did whatever it was we were going to do or whether we didn't, it was like, oh, that son of a bitch, it got me again. But like, even going so further than my dad said, it's like, my dad said and I also read that book. Yeah. And I also oh, know this. Yeah, yeah, It's like yeah, he taught yeah. me because he read that book and then I read that book. Yeah. Because I've been reading books since I was seven years old, but not just like fucking Dr. Seuss. I was reading like fucking Crime and Punishment yeah. and I was reading Plato and I was reading like real fucking literature and historical things and I know about things. Yeah. You know? Because like once you get to school, it's like we're going to learn American history. Like you can learn American history in a fucking semester. Yeah. Like a, a couple months, you can learn all of American history. Yeah. Like that is a blip on what 
the actual history. Yeah, we've only been around 300 <laughs> years. Yeah, bro. It's like, we break that into three different months. Easy peasy. Um, so easy. Yeah, when you yeah. get into centuries old of, yeah. Yeah, no, I would definitely consider homeschooling my kids. Um, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm so smart. I just know everything. I, I mean, I would in, in-house school them, meaning bring a teacher in or something like that or teach them myself in certain topics. I have like skilled teachers come through. Yeah. Cool. Like this, this month we're going to work on outdoor shit. Okay. This month we're doing mathematics, like whatever, I don't know, whatever your cycle is, but that'd be pretty dope. It's not a bad idea. I mean, if you think about, we're on the way already like with digital learning, we're already on the way to homeschooling. So yeah. Yeah. And if you think about it, I mean, uh, being a part of the education system in America, just makes you another number part of the process. I believe we've talked about this before. Um, it's just all the biggest entrepreneurs didn't go to college. Yeah. They realized like, Oh wait, hold on. I can just apply all this time and money to something that I actually believe in. Yeah. It's mine. You'll see kids not going to college because I mean, now it's like with college just shut down last year, how much money do they lose? What are you paying to go to college for? We talked about earlier. It's like to get away from your parents and do shit you never did. It's like, that's really the college experience. Yeah. The people that are actually going to college for a reason to learn certain shit so they can go on and progress their life. Online college is going to be way more, be- it's way better. Yeah. <laughs> way, but you can way, learn way easier, I feel like, by like just studying the shit that you want to study. Like, I, I, I yeah. still think Why like, are you taking art history and you're going to do fucking... Yeah. I feel like we need everyone to have this certain base of knowledge. Yeah. But it's like, the base of knowledge we give everybody, they don't really actually know. Mm-hmm. It's like we give. It's oh, not useful. It's like all the GE stuff, all the algebra Let's teach you stuff. Geometry, yeah. even though we should teach you taxes. Let's yeah. teach you um, art, how to do art literature. Yeah. <laughs> Books about art. Dope. Great. That's intellectual. That's good. But wouldn't it have been so much cooler if I had known, you know, hey, how to do my fucking healthcare? Yeah. The American healthcare system. What's the difference between a PPO or a uh, the other one? I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, learn about healthcare, learn about taxes, learn about, um, here, here's what a lease looks like. When you guys here's what here, a mortgage looks yeah, like. Yeah, when you guys when you buy your first house, when you go to buy a mortgage, this is what credit is. And this is how you build your credit, and then when you go to get a house, you need this much down, and this is how you go about that. If you knew that stuff at 16 years old, you wouldn't be spending your tires until you're in your mid-30s. Like, how do I, get, like, how do, I do this yeah, stuff? Yeah, dude. Figuring it like, out on your own. Or but it's like, that's what they want. Like, you have everyone this base amount of knowledge, and it's like, we're going to get everybody, it's like if you graded it. We're gonna give everybody a C minus. C minus. Right? Everybody gets a C minus yep. in their education. That's good enough. You just pass. If you get a D, you're gonna be considered a stupid person. Mm-hmm. But we need everybody C minus. Then you'll get some outliers that are A's and yeah, that, that yeah. do what they, they're supposed to do. But it's like we just need to raise that bar from everyone gets C minus to everybody get at least a B plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like teach people real shit when their brains are still growing, rather than teaching them fucking stuff they're gonna forget. Right. Geometry and the Pythagorean theorem and. Like, bro, make that for the people that want to study engineering and want to go to architecture and yeah. do that. Like, yeah. Their brains work like that. It's not hard to figure out whose brain yeah. works like that. Cool, that kid is clearly good at math. That kid is clearly good at history. <laughs> Dope. Let's fucking... You just put them right in there. Just, it's like, think about how many GE classes there were. It's like two or three years of GE. So it's like... It is two years. Rather than call this class fucking math fucking 101, if this one's called carpentry. This one's called dentistry and it's not like mm-hmm. it's because you don't know what you want to do yeah. it's like i want to take a class in dentistry to see if i like that sure go work on some the, fucking mouth. The very basic dentistry and it's like because yeah. i don't know if that's something i'm interested in they're gonna make you do three years and then decide now criminal justice all right that's what you're doing that's your degree mm-hmm. get on with your life it's like you know i want to take plumbing and i'm gonna take um 
architecture and I'm going to take real estate. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take my classes are different jobs that I'm seeing if I'm interested in. That should yeah. be GE. And then it's like, all right, two yeah. years of that. Now you chose. Now go into what you're going to do. Now, okay, cool. You want to be a dentist? Cool. Everybody go be learn a, dentist a squared plus B squared plus C squared and then decide on what you're going to do for the rest of your life. It's like, what? That didn't and then do fucking, anything for me. And then realize that your degree means shit unless you get a higher degree in that field and then I don't think that as an adult, <laughs> as an adult in close to 15 years of, of working, um, I've never once used A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Literally once. Yeah, no. Never once for anything. It's come up in conversation one time, and I felt kind of cool, but that feeling didn't bring me much joy. I mean, much. I mean, even in jobs that I was, you know, counting millions of dollars of inventory of shit, I never once even used that thing. But you know what I use every year for fifteen years? Fucking taxes. (laughs) I've done my taxes every year, like by myself. That'd be so dope to know. Yeah, teach people how to. Yeah, I don't know. In and because it's so blatantly obvious that that's how the the school system works, but you're still seen as like, oh, you got to graduate, you got eighth grade, go to high school, and hey, Mm -hmm. just get through high school and get to college. And it's seen as again, like almost like how I'm saying that the homeschooling says, oh, you're a bad parent. Yeah, it's like you're a bad parent if you don't promote your kids going to college. Right, 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 right. Rather than hey, what figure out what your life is about. You want to take this year off? Take this year off. Go travel. Figure it out. Because going to college to do something, just a party and then to f- f- find something you probably don't like yeah. because you're only 18 years old. That you really don't like. <laughs> Ultimately, you really don't like. <laughs> you're, not, you're fucking 20 years old. Like, <laughs> How many friends did you know in college that switched your major? Almost all of them. Almost all of them. <laughs> I, I tried to switch. I was too deep. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And you tried to switch and you were too deep. And it's Going like, off that criminal justice, like criminal justice should be a goddamn GE. You live in the United States. Yeah, you should know about the goddamn laws. They should teach you about that stuff. Like, I don't feel like I'm any smarter than anybody else should be about laws and about how they came about and different things that have happened in the criminal justice system. Like, but if you tell people, it's like, oh, they get like, I don't know, like, oh, that's a lot of information. When that should be taught in like grade school. Hey, this is what the criminal justice, this is what a cop is. This is what cops do. This is... This is the cop's rights. Yeah, these these are your rights. rights. Like... (laughs) This is what happens. This is how to interact with the police Again, officer when they pull you over. Like, don't teach them their rights. Don't teach them how to do their finances. Oh, Only teach them the dumb math things that they think is important because yep. all the scientists are super smart. So that's what you want to do. Yep. And get into the best school because that's where all the money goes. Because if you don't <laughs> go to a school that says Harvard or Oxford on it, you're an idiot. Yeah. Damn, dude. We just broke that whole American education system down in about 30 seconds there. That last bit. Yeah. What I appreciate appreciate about my own education is that my mom sent me to a private high school um, that really opened my eyes to th- what I'm talking about now, that the education system is not just learn these things and get out. Um, and it, it kind of confused me a little bit because it was like, while you're in high school, you're like, oh, this really isn't the end-all be-all. Like, I'm going to go to college and that's probably still not the end-all be-all. But when I think about the public school, high school system, it just seems like a revolving door. It is. And which obviously it is. And that's not to discredit like amazing teachers. Yeah. And teachers that actually put in the work and like invest in their students. Um, but as a system and as a as a system and as the um, as a whole, it just is designed 
to create more cogs. Like get like a job. Yeah. Yeah. Be a worker. Go work for Amazon. Yeah. It's like if you told your your college counselor when you're a junior, I want to start my own business, they're gonna say, Well, you need to go get a business degree. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. like they would not lead you down any steps yeah. to doing that. You're like, go get a business degree. It's like, what? Go to marketing degree. It's like, I can learn everything I need to know about starting a business online. Like, you can see through the pandemic how people started businesses online and start doing things when they thought there was no other option. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, at my house, though, it's like, that's what I'm saying. If you said, I want to start a business, they would point you in those kind of directions. Like, oh, we kind of see potential in this kid. Let's let's kind of get him in the works here. Um, But as a whole, it's like, they're not going to be promoting you to do your own thing. Well, I think that's it for today on Mad Chillin'. We uh, looped that one around pretty good. Totes. Thanks for listening. And um, if you guys have uh, topics you guys want to talk about, leave them in the comments. Send us a DM. um, And we'll try to fit them in here. Rants. Stupid stuff. Intellectual stuff. Sexual stuff. But um, yeah, I'm Jeremy. I'm Jasper. And we are Mad Chillin'. Peace.